Welcome back, everybody. This is the Prepared Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Austin, and we have another sit rep episode coming out to all of you as we've got, I mean, honestly, several things going on that I think are worth talking about and some information that's certainly worth sharing. Um, if you guys are new listeners to the podcast, we do these sit reps about once a month, um, sometimes more frequently if there is something um, extremely urgent, right, that needs to be talked about or information that should be shared, uh, pertinent points which need to be, uh, you know, spread out, things like that. But um, we like to do this as a separate series from the normal pod interviews to talk a little bit of politics, talk some current events, uh, and, and share some thoughts and feelings. Um, and, you know, uh, obviously, if you watch the news in the last couple of years, there's certainly no shortage of uh, weird shit going on that is is worth paying attention to. Uh, being aware of, right, as it impacts you and, and your life and your family and your rights. And um, this is uh, an ongoing effort to, to help, you know, inform you and share, like I said, our thoughts and feelings, but then hopefully, you know, spur you to do some additional research and uh, and act on, act on your own feelings, act on your own opinions, uh, and engage further with your elected leadership, uh, engage in your own community, uh, with your friends, things like that. So, uh, we got a, a bunch of stuff that's been going on in the news lately. Um, again, unfortunately we're talking about mass shootings. Um, immigration continues to be a, a hot button issue in the country and, uh, more news on the ATF. So we're going to get into all of that. Trevor's here with me this morning as we're recording this. We're going to get into, like I said, all those things. Um, before we kind of get started here, as always, we are a sponsored podcast, and we want to say thank you very much to the companies that support us and everything that we do here at The Prepared Mindset. Thank you, of course, to Midwest Gunworks. Guys, you can check out MidwestGunworks.com. Use discount code PREPAREDMINDSET to save yourself 5% off when you head on over if you need to order some parts, things like bolt carrier groups, stocks or furniture, maybe it's an optic or a light, maybe you're just picking up some parts to finish a build, have your buffer, you know, to help tune your gun. Uh, like I said, lights, optics, they have magazines, full firearms. You're trying to pick something up for the wife, trying to get her out on the range, training with you. Uh, she wants to start carrying, takes her CPL. Head on over to Midwest Gunworks, see what they got. They always update the site, so when they say in stock, you know you're going to get it, not like some other sites out there that will take your money and sit on it for six weeks. Uh, they've been in business since 97, guys. You don't make it that long unless you're doing things the right way. they got a great selection. They carry Edgar Sherman Design Slings, all kinds of good stuff, Surefire Lights. they got Streamlight, all the brands that you guys need and want. Again, head on over to MidwestGunWorks.com. Discount code PREPAREDMINDSET is yours to save 5% off your order. Head on over, see what they got for you. Also, of course, thank you to the team at 100 Concepts. If you guys listened to the episode this week with Jonah and I, uh, it's really awesome to hear all the good stuff they're doing at OHC and all the cool products that they are coming out and dropping. Uh, you know, their, their motto is do good, be dangerous, and live free. Head on over to 100concepts.com. They have scope caps, light caps to help reduce your, your signature. They have pack and helmet scrim to reduce your signature. Guys, really simple ideas done really, really well uh, and brought to you at a price point that everybody can have access to. They have the Cloud Defensive Rain 3.0 lights in stock, which are like freaking lightsabers, you know, bringing good solutions to y'all for the problems that we all face, all deal with, and need to be able to address appropriately. They're 
fantastic company. We're super proud to to work with them. Again, you know, if you've been living under a rock, you may not have heard of them, but pretty much everybody knows now uh, their scope caps and light caps are pretty much their bread and butter. They're a great concept. Again, head on over to 100concepts.com. Check out all the cool stuff they have. Uh, they just rolled out their hex caps uh, for red dot sites, always working on new things. So, uh, you know, keep checking back there and stay up to date on what they got going on. Thank you as well to LARP Labs. Guys, uh, if you're painting your rifle, I know a lot of dudes do, sometimes you don't want to paint your optic. Sometimes you don't want to paint your light. You don't want to void your warranty. We spend a lot of money on this stuff. We get it. So does the team at LARP Labs. They make computer cut 3M vinyl wraps for your handheld lights, your weapon lights, hell, even your PVS-14. And John was even nice enough to hook you guys up with discount code Prepared mindset to save you 10% off your order when you head to LARPLabs.com. Guys, this stuff is tough as hell. They use it on competitive rock crawlers. It's got an outdoor rating of three years. Okay, so you can put this stuff on. It's going to last you three years outside, rain, shine, whatever. It's not going to peel. It's not going to leave a sticky residue. It's not It's not a sticker, all right? It's not something you pull out of a vending machine. It's 3M vinyl. This stuff is great. John does an awesome job. We've got lots of colors, lots of camo patterns, plenty of options, and he's coming out with new patterns, uh, you know, seems like every week. So if you don't see your optic, you don't see your light, you don't see what you're looking for, give it a couple weeks. There's a good chance it may show up, or you can drop him a line and reach out. Again, larplabs.com, discount code prepared mindset for 10% off. And finally, thank you to Active Carry. Every episode, right? We've talked with so many industry experts, so many people who have real world experience, and in almost every one of those episodes and discussions, medical comes up. Medical is huge, it's very, very important. Even if you don't have the skill set yet to apply medical, you need to have the supplies to be effective. That's where Active Carry comes in. Guys, head on over to Active Carry Tech. That's tech with no H, ActiveCarryTEC.com. You can get a Blazer IFAC kit, you can get one of their Gamma kits. You can get one of their Breacher Dangler kits to run with your armor, one of their Guardian Ankle kits if you need something slim because you're on the move all day long, tons and tons of options for whatever you guys need, and they set you guys up with discount code PMP10. It's going to save you 10% off when you go pick up chest seals, gauze, tourniquets, uh, or one of those full kits. They have lots and lots of options, and they are carrying as many USA-made products and components as possible to bring the absolute best to all of you to make sure that when tragedy strikes, you are well-prepared and well-equipped. ActiveCarryTEC.com. Go check it out today. Okay. So, sit rep. Got some stuff going on. Um, I guess the best place to start is probably with um, start with current events, right? Um, what's probably I, I don't think a lot of people realize this. Um, you're aware we have a border wall issue. We have a border crisis at the southern border. Oh my god, we do. When did it? When yeah. did it start? I thought I, I was under the very distinct impression that, that the Biden administration had solved all that because you don't really hear about it in the news anymore. So that must mean it's gone. Yeah, um, none of those things are accurate. Um, well, that's disappointing it's, to hear. It's, yeah, it, um, it, it's pretty bad, guys. Uh, now, keep in mind that the two people speaking to you right now come from immigrant families. Um, you know, our great-grandparents immigrated legally from Mexico, came here, worked to build life for their families um, who have been successful. And, you know, us, that's, that's why we're sitting before you here today. Mm-hmm. Um, so not anti-immigration 
you know, for anybody that wants to like get up in arms and wants to be weird about that, like that's not that's not what we're saying. Um, what we're saying is there's an immigration issue. So here's here's something I actually found this this morning while I was doing just a little bit of light research. Did you know since Joe Biden took office, right? So beginning of January 21. Yeah, yeah. Six over 6.3 million illegals have entered the country since he took office. Do you know that the 33 states in the union don't even have populations of 6.3 million? Do you know that? I did not know that, but it doesn't necessarily shock me either because there's like five people that live in Wyoming. Right. It, I mean, it. but it's pretty alarming when you look at yeah. that statistic paired with things like um, the voting registration laws that we're trying to have put in effect to ensure that we have accurate and accountable uh, registration and elections, right? right? Yeah. Especially given all the controversy and the questions that were brought up around the last election, um, you know, at the end of 2020. Mostly around the legitimacy of certain voting machines being not tampered right. with or tampered with. You there's, know. So there's already there's already a ton of question around it right. and why we're trying to open these borders and flood the country with illegals. Now, I mean, you could even take it from, to a, like an economic standpoint, right? I feel like you have to. The country can't sustain this many it's not it's it's not just you know these people coming in and like oh they took our jobs like no Mm -hmm. it's no guys no it's it's the other things the intrinsic factors that people don't necessarily think about like a lot of the government subsidies um, a lot of the government services a lot of state offered services that are calculated off of a number you know x but now you have y amount of people that are living in this state that are living in this country that are taking Mm -hmm. advantage of it you know and you know the 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 argument gets made. Well, oh, well, these people pay income tax. Well, they if don't. you're not working legally, you're generally not contributing to the income tax. Well, and then so then the other the other piece of that is well, then they're not getting the they're not getting the state benefit. And it's like, well, yes, they are. Sure, they are. Um, because we are making it easier and easier and easier to get access to these uh, government benefits like the right to vote um, <clears throat> without an ID. Right. Uh, look at California. Look at Washington oh, with these programs they have to give out free, you know, clean needles and food and making it, you know, so I want to say lucrative, but um, well, I just I, I love that you know, like you and I, anytime we get sick, we get a cold, something happens, like I got to pay out the ass for you know, um, medications or prescriptions, or whatever. But drug addicts can get was it Narcan for free? Yeah, because they. Because oh, they have oh, a disease. Because they have a disease, right? Because they're an addict. Yeah. Which okay, if and if you have somebody or you are somebody who's dealing with addiction, I that sucks. I'm mm-hmm. really sorry to hear that. However, I don't feel like you should get your shit for free, and then I have to go and pay. I know the last time you got a prescription wasn't it like eighty dollars or something for like five pills or some some garbage like that. Um, just, I know the last time I got a Z pack, like a steroid pack, it was. It was pretty expensive. It was like $90. Yeah. You know, and I, I understand that certain medications are going to cost mm-hmm. more than others. But, I mean, then you got the the guy, his name eludes me, the one who went to prison, who is, you know, making insulin or... Um, yeah, the guy that... Uh, the, the Bought the... The EpiPens. Yeah, the he bought the right to EpiPen. Or something to, yeah. to um, EpiPens for... Um, People with al- you know, allergy problems and stuff, or maybe I think it was maybe it wasn't EpiPens, maybe it was insulin. I don't know, but we have you know big pharma in this country is a pretty it's pretty lucrative. I mean, look at Tucker Carlson just got fired from Fox News for coming out and and confirming that 
the media outlets on both sides of the aisle were pushing the vaccination stuff uh, at the yeah, behest of a lot of money to be made there. Yeah, you know, they, people don't care. Like, hooray for me and so, F everybody else. You know, <clears throat> and and even if you you take it away from that, right? Mm-hmm. We look at why is this such a problem? A I think the voter integrity thing is first and foremost in people's minds when we look at the direction of the country in the next few years, right? We don't look at today, tomorrow, next week. We look at next year and the the five years, the 10 years after this, how are we positioning ourselves for, you know, uh, success? Uh, you know, how, how's our life, our quality of living here in the United States going to be? Right. Um, it, it's a pretty big concern when we just open up the border and let half of Mexico into our country. Um, and what's worse is not even just Mexico. There's pretty well-documented proof of these caravans of people coming up from South America, these third world countries. And it's, Oh, well, you know, why don't, you know, they're, they're just here to seek a better life and they're seeking asylum. Well, here's, here's where all of this kind of rounds out. And I'm why this is going to be such a, a big issue for us in the extremely near future. Um, title 42 today, today is May 7th, as we're sitting here recording this. Mm-hmm. In four days, Title 42 expires. Do you know what Title 42 is? I, of course I do, but I don't have to tell you about it. Right. So, no. So, no. Right. No, I do not. A lot of people, I, I don't think, do. So, Title 42 was passed into effect. Um, it, it's not a law, mm-hmm. but it was put into effect during COVID. So, it was to give our, uh, our border guards, our... Um, Border Patrol, Customs Agents, whatever, right? The ability to expel illegal immigrants claiming asylum due to the COVID emergency. Mm-hmm. Damn it, I just said that word. This probably gonna get a, this pad, this pod's going to get flagged now. Probably. But due yep. to the, the pandemic and the health crisis, right? So you no longer had to abide by those asylum laws where they had, you know, six months to whatever to, mm-hmm. to figure things out and to stay here. And at that amount of time, they get lost in the system or they, they flee and then they're in the country regardless, whatever. Yeah. Title 42 allowed us and our border patrol and our, our customs agents and everything to expel these legal immigrants due to the, the health crisis. That ends in four days. Um, now, why is that such a big deal? Well, because this the sitting administration actually makes it really, really difficult for these customs agencies, border agents, right? It's border patrol. I should stop saying customs. Um, these border patrol agents to patrol the border, to protect the border, and keep it sealed. Um, and one just absolutely just, you know, um, terrible example is literally yesterday there was another shooting in Texas. Eight people dead, seven hurt. Um there was one, was it last week, where it was around the same number of people that was carried out by an illegal immigrant. And that's why we don't hear about it in the news, because... Well, it goes the, against the narrative. And, you know, for all those people that want that better life, like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm balls mm-hmm. deep in that idea. But when you let a large number of people through, okay, like the law, law of large numbers, you're not talking about people doing this legally one at a time. You're talking about, like, oh, we're just going to, like, hundreds at a time, because... You know, the, the border is, is kind of a hot-button issue, and certain people want it to be perceived a certain way. Mm-hmm. What you have to also understand, and this might not be a popular viewpoint, is when you're letting people in and you're giving them access to that better life, what you're also doing is you're accepting their problems, their problems that come, that come with, with it. You know, because yeah. not everybody that comes across that border is looking for the white picket fence, you know, 2.2 you know, kids. No, a lot of it's cartel stuff. Uh, you know, not even cartel stuff. You know, but it's, it's 
not everybody you you let through is going to sit here and they're going to contribute and they're going to be good citizens. You know, yeah. some of these people just by nature are just looking for the next best thing and they just want out. But yes, yes some of them certainly are okay. Shit they're bags. they're yeah. criminals. They're dirt bags. They might be part of the cartel. You don't know what their agenda is. They're sitting here. Oh, I want a better life. I want to come through. Oh, okay, so we're just going to go ahead and push you through the system and do like this accelerated citizenship thing, or we're just going to let you in without citizenship on a on a BS visa. But you're here and now you're contributing to the crime rate or you're committing murders yeah. or you're helping to smuggle other people across so, the and border. I, and I, want, I think it's, it's worth pointing out, right, when, when Donald Trump was elected in 2016, right, what was, like, what was the commentary you heard from like so many fucking people? Um, well, there were two primary camps. Uh, one was that he wanted to kill or expel all immigrants in the country. Mm-hmm. The other one was that he was going to... Something about making gay people illegal. No, I'm talking about what you heard people here, American citizens saying, if Trump gets elected, oh, I'm going to I'm going to Canada, or I'm going to I'm moving to Europe, I'm moving to Canada. I was so excited about that. I'm like, please go. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be here. Like this is, you know, you've got the opportunities here that you don't have. So hardly anywhere else. But please, by all means, it's worth pointing out of all those. And I, by all means, I encourage anybody listening to message us and let us know how many of your friends and family that that said something, some stupid shit like that, how many of them actually left? And here's two. I'm going to say two. And here's why. Because every other country in the world monitors its borders and monitors and filters and screens its applicants for citizenship. We do too. Exactly. We have a legal application process. As we should. Right. Why do we do that? Because we want to make sure that we're not just bringing in everybody else's problems. Correct. That's we why already that, are, and we that's, already have those problems here. We exactly. don't need theirs. We want to make sure if you're coming in here, you're going to contribute to the workforce. Mm-hmm. You're going to contribute to academia. You're going to be bringing something positive with you. You're not just going to be somebody who leeches off the system. We already have that problem here. This is why it's such a problem when you look at like like look at Ukraine for an example, and why people are claiming refugee status and mm-hmm. why the the refugee numbers are so. Uh, Can we uh, not get started on that part of the world? Well, I just, just saw it's that just, it's a very Serbia. And it's like a very long guns and yeah, it's a very yeah Serbia also uh, after a, a second mass shooting, which I mean they have had civil wars like crazy over there, but after two public shootings, um, they are now telling everybody they're just going to confiscate all civilian weapons. So it it, it happens all over the globe. First Canada, I mean Canada. I don't know. They're, they outlawed outlawed basically all firearms. That's because Justin Trudeau likes the smell of his own farts. There's nothing more to that. Yeah, it's uh, it's becoming very in vogue to criticize the right to own firearms in in the world. Um, yeah. It's a very Western thing to do because the liberals here um, in the United States that control the media push that idea. Um, Canada, like you were saying, right? They they push that idea. They're very they're very behind the concept. So, um, man, I forgot where I was even going with that. <clears throat> um, it's it, but it's a huge issue, right? As Title Forty Two ends, um, that basically takes a huge tool out of the toolbox for Border Patrol. Yeah, um, the wall got defunded, so the wall's not getting finished. And the neutering continues. It's uh, it's still an ongoing problem. We still see the border opened oh, up. Oh, Kamala's Kamala's on it. What you're looking at me like I got a third freaking eyeball. I was I, I was assured by several liberal customers across the last couple months that uh, Kamala's on it. They're working on it. They have a plan in place for what? What are they going to do? No, no, that's not for you to know. You just Nobody have to tr- knows. You just that's have to problem. blindly follow and trust what the government tells you. Austin. So here's that's how here's, this works. So here's my thought too on that is like, okay, cool. 
the vice president is addressing that issue, like, fine. If you're actually going to do something about it, it doesn't appear that they are because it doesn't make sense why they would want to. They would want to keep the border open. They want to flood the country. They want to turn this into a socialist nation. It it fits the agenda, right? Because the more people that, oh, well, they let me in. I want to keep those people in office. I want to keep those people in power. Mm-hmm. They let me stay here. The other party, the other ones, and that's, I mean, honestly, I would kind of loop libertarians in with the conservatives in this regard. They don't want me in here for nothing. Right. They don't want me in here for free. They are going to kick my ass out when they catch me. So it, it you got to look big picture. You know, and people, oh, that's not how this works. And we have a, we have a, a mutual friend, right, who I, re- I remember several times has yelled at me, literally yelled at me because he had a, a co-worker who was here on a green card. And do you know how difficult it was for him to get citizenship? Good. He had to lie and go tell a Marine recruiter that he wanted to join up until his paperwork got, got approved and then he could pull out of the deal. And it's like, okay, so I don't think that's a bad I don't think that's a bad thing. I think if you want to serve this country's military for six years for citizenship, cool, man. Yeah, by by all means, by like, all means, by, if that's by a, earn a your way, of, earn yeah. your way in. And I and I get that. Okay, and I get that that sounds kind and of we have shitty a certain, because yeah. some a lot of us we were just born here, right? So we our perspective is going to be a little bit different because we were born with the right of citizenship here. But in here's this the country. thing. But here's the thing. Our family members before us did it. Right. They contributed to this country. They continue to contribute. And to they this did country. it legally. Yes. Yes. And I already, I, I do, I think, like, I think we already have too many legal loopholes to allow for, um, you know, a lot of the immigration stuff to get through. I'm not saying it needs to be overly difficult, but I'm saying that it is difficult for a reason. Everyone wants to come here. Right. It's America, greatest country in the world. I believe that. You have more freedom. You think this, this stuff with the, the gay pride and the trans community yeah. and all all this, this, this the, 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 the bullshit we deal with, right? right. On a daily basis, Right. And I don't care how you feel about it, but it's a great example, right? Do you think that any other countries in the world, absolutely, they, not. Th- this is their their They're top gonna, priority? No. no, they got real fucking problems. Yeah, the freedom of speech. That's not a guaranteed anywhere else. No, I mean, there's a lot of countries where you can say whatever you want within reason, and you're going to be completely fine. Like you know, a lot of European nations and stuff. But you know, there's also but they a lot also of countries have laws where... in place where they can, if they choose, they can incarcerate you for things you say. Yeah, go to China. Go see how how that works over there, you know. It doesn't Russia, you know. I, I mean, there's there's a lot of some of the big the big players in the world that you can't say whatever you want. You yeah. can say whatever the government will allow you to say. And I feel like I I just feel like that that may be a direction that that mm-hmm. people are pushing towards. And oh, well, you know, people should have the opportunity at this at the American dream. They should just be able to do that. We're the you know we keep saying we're the greatest country in the world. Let's prove it by bringing up. No, no. I mean, yeah, no. You should have. Do you get to walk into a car dealership and just be like, "Hey, I want a Porsche 911 Turbo S." Like, do you get to just do that? No, hell no. Yeah. I'm driving a Jeep freaking Renegade right now. You know why? Because I don't make enough money to afford a Porsche. Well, so, and so why a- should you be able to walk in as a citizen and be like, "Yeah, I want like the Porsche of of citizenship class," just because like I. I have, well, like, and I, you got to work for it. You got to yeah. earn it. You and have to contribute. I think, yeah, everyone has. I have no problem with anybody wanting that or no. thinking they or that anybody should have it. My problem is that you have people that don't want to work for it. They don't want to earn it, and that's a problem. You know, I mean, without getting too far away from the point here, like that's a problem that that's a very Western problem. Mm-hmm. The entitlement. Oh yes, entitlement. Um, the liberal point of view. The uh, this just this unbridled. 
um, passion that we have for explaining away our problems by blaming other people. And well, yeah. why explaining God forbid why it's my fault that you know things aren't going my way. Yeah, explaining why you deserve X, Y, Z rather than looking in the mirror and going, I don't have this and how can I get it? Um, and, and, you know, it gets into a lot of other things, right? It gets into upbringing, it gets into mindset, it gets into attitude. You know, a lot of people in this space, you know, probably people listening to this podcast, that's not exactly how you look at the world, right? right? So maybe we're preaching to the choir a bit here. Maybe a little. Um, and you're probably thinking of at least two friends that you have while you're, you're hearing us talk about this that, that are, that fit that description. We all sure. got liberal friends and family that think, you know, um, and there's nothing like wrong the issue with being and, a liberal per se. Okay, like I mean, I, I think I it's good to have disagreements. Well, I think I think a difference of perspective is mm-hmm. is good. I think it's healthy because otherwise, if it's, if it's all just people that are conservative, it's kind of the same problem, just the other side of the coin, right? Yeah, you know. So having that that uh, that balance. counterbalance there is yeah. is useful and it's constructive to having a successful. Well, that's why we have our country set up the way we do. It's not exactly. supposed to be a. Uh, I don't want to say it's not a monarchy because that's a ruler, but it's not supposed to be a single party system. Right. We're supposed to have multiple political parties here, and it's supposed to be a not necessarily an equal share of everything, but it is supposed to be an equal representation of different ideologies and lifestyles. And lately, it's turned into, you know, hey, we're gonna we're gonna force this down your throat, and maybe we're rigging elections. Who knows? And you know, uh, people people have those questions. Now, am I saying the election was rigged? I'm saying I don't know. I'm saying I still question it. I think that, and I, I definitely question it as well. I think there's definitely enough circumstantial evidence to support this, but the the problem there's is just no follow. The problem is is isn't even that that deep. The fact that there's even that much of a widespread suspicion, mm-hmm. uh, it, it completely undermines the electoral process. The integrity is yeah. Is there's gone. there is none to speak of, and it's you know, and people oh well, they already proved it. Who proved it? I want you to tell yeah. me who it was because if you're going to sit there and tell me that this panel that was like you know ninety percent, you know, there's um, a law right here in Michigan that like, um, that like there was a law because remember we talked to a friend that used to be a state police officer here. There's actually a law that 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 protected the ballot counting process and wouldn't let like wouldn't let people in to observe the ballot counting because they're the opposing political party. Shocking. That's, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, I I don't I don't think that there should ever be there should be total transparency. Yeah. If we're if it's the election mm-hmm. for the leader of this country, and I mean by all means, the leader of the free world is kind of what the president of the United States has kind of come to be known as. Not anymore. Nobody listens to that guy. No, God, he doesn't even know where his pants you know, are half the time. So do you know? Do you know what his approval rating is today? Ooh, hold on. I was just read. I want to say it's something like thirty eight percent. What I saw on Fox News today when I was looking was uh, thirty seven. Okay, so I was pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that like the lowest in history for a sitting president? Um, or one? Of it's one of it's, it's one yeah. of the lowest. I don't know. I don't know that it's the lowest. I think you know. Great okay, depression so re- real might, quick, we'll but, just. I'm gonna ask this question and then we'll move on because I don't want to get too deep into it. But mm-hmm. Herbert Hoover, right? Largely credited with leading us into the Great Depression. Yeah. Yep. Do you think 20 years from now, you and I are sitting here and we're looking back at Joe Biden, like, uh, and, and making that comparison? Yeah. Um. No, I think we already are. <laughs> oh, okay, fair. Yeah. I think we're already there. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. honestly, I, I just um, his lack of transparency. He doesn't address the media very often. Um, he doesn't get in front of the like the press corps at the White House the way other presidents have in times right. of tragedy and things like. Um, you know, we had that terrible shooting uh, 
you know, several weeks ago, and he it showed up. Uh, he was in Kentucky, or I think he was in Louisville, and he's yeah. here to make. He's making jokes. I hear you got chocolate chip ice cream. Like, dude, do you not understand? Do you what's... not understand the gravity of what just yeah. happened here today? Yeah, and in, in the meantime, you have other, you know, um, political um, figures, right? Like Gavin Newsom, right, governor of California, coming out and <sighs> talking about oh, the, the right to die, the right to kill is more important important to you all than the right to live. Um, and it's just political pandering because they're nuts, though. Does anybody does, does his his own party even listen to him anymore? He almost lost his reelection in California. Well, it says everything it needs to. <clears throat> um, well, unfortunately, California is now like they're they're bleeding citizens, and it's turning red states purple, and eventually will be turning them blue. Um, it's a big problem, you know. It's again, it goes back to the the border security and stuff. The, the border states that are largely, you know. Um, or some of them that Wasn't were largely California a red state when the governor was running it. It was. It was a very staunch Republican state for a, a long time. Um, no, no longer. Um, it's weird. It's but weird. Don't you think a lot of this is going to start swinging the other way? Like people have seen kind of the the Democratic dream, if you would, and now it's like you know, I'm kind of tired. I would of that. hope so. I would hope. You I would realize I would that. Hope, yeah. There's not as much. Um, I think. You know, they were able to make this last election um, about a lot of singular issues, um, and there's even recordings and and commentary from Biden's own campaign team saying that the, you know, the lockdowns and the, the health crisis was the single best thing that could have happened to him because they were able to just criticize ev- and and who's going to win there, right? It, it was terrible. Nobody it was the worst health crisis we faced in in decades and decades and decades. And no right. matter what you do, somebody was going to be upset with you. So it allowed them the opportunity to to criticize everything that was done whether it was right or wrong right and now we're coming to find out like yeah hey there's a lot of problems with the vaccine that they force on everybody yeah, there's a lot of lingering medical issues that they rushed into production you know oh mm-hmm. it's it's mostly safe cool well then once the fda finally yeah. signs off on it then i will but now it's like okay yeah two years after the fact you know it's like oh yeah. okay like and people lost their jobs for not taking it mm-hmm. um people were ostracized from their families for Years. Oh, you can't come I, I around the babies. I you can't in, come around the family. I worked in a in a in a workplace where I was like almost guilted into getting the vaccine. Now I had a coworker who she wouldn't get the vaccine because oh, it kills people of a certain um, ethnic persuasion, and that's fine. Yeah, that, that's and, a fine, and that's totally to fine. But oh, how dare you go to a family gathering of twelve people? How dare you go? Up, oh, but by the way, I'm going to go to this party at this yacht club, and I'm going to wear my mask and everything, and it's totally fine. But then I'm going to bring COVID into the office, and I'm going to send you and three other people out on an extended yeah. medical leave because I'm going to look down my nose at you for for not getting the vaccine. Mm-hmm. But I'm also not going to get it, and I'm not going to stop living my life. And I just took three players out of the game. That, that put this this operation uh, at a halt for two and a half weeks due to um, quarantine procedures. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's like, oh, but yeah, no, it's not my fault. It's it's your fault for not being vaccinated. I can't get vaccinated because it'll kill me. Like, yeah, which you know, there's not. There literally isn't. I mean, that, that whole "do as I say, not as I do" mentality is um, really that, really tired. The, yeah, the entitlement. Um, unfortunately, it's it's driven by a lot of things. You know, um, Black Lives Matter is a movement. Um, from a company standpoint, they make a ton of money. Um, from a movement yeah, what standpoint, they, what they, they don't do to advance the rights exactly. of, the, of people. It's, and that's why I think you're starting to see, as that's coming out, you're starting to see a lot less of those T-shirts. You're starting to see a lot less of those yard signs. People find out that 
They don't really Didn't do. Didn't the leader like take like much. half a million or three quarters of a million dollars that they raised after the George Floyd incident, bought a house and a car, and then dipped and just completely left the organization? It's a lot more than three quarters of a million dollars. Yeah. It was a lot more than that. Yeah. Um, yeah that they've not done anything. They've raised a ton of money and they've not done they've not done shit with it. It's become a political soapbox. Is is all it's become. Um, it hasn't really done anything. But let's um let's pivot. All right, yeah. because something else that's worth talking about here, um, as we're in May, so a lot of you guys know, um, announced at the end of January, the ATF issued their opinion around pistol braces. Yes. So we've talked about the ATF a lot on this podcast. We've talked about we the... love the ATF. No, we don't. Stop it. <laughs> Nobody loves the ATF. People that work there. Listening right now. Good. Then I hope they hear all of this. Um, truly, I do because here's here's Good the thing: viewership. They can't they can't just issue an opinion and enforce it as law because they're not in a legislative body, right? Laws have to be passed by the House and the Senate, ratified into law by the president, right? Yeah. That's no, that's yeah, how this absolutely. country works. So the ATF therefore should not be able to. They have been able to, but they should not be able to just issue an, what they call an opinion letter. That then becomes broad sweeping regulation of firearms. Right. And for that's not years, how laws work in this country. And for years, it's been around pistol braces. Oh, well, they're fine. Last 10 years, they it's fine. You can own a pistol brace as long as it, it meets the criteria of a brace mm-hmm. with certain, you know, it can't have like a flat back to it that could be misconstrued as a stock and it's got to be, you know, out of rubber or something. Some, I mean, there's there's parameters, however right. they define it. And those keep changing too. So it's a moving target. It's It's awful. Since the Biden administration has stepped in, they have made you know they've made the lives of FFLs, um, federal firearm licensees, totally miserable. Um, it's completely shitty with the paperwork and the administrative changes. Um, they have removed and shut down FFLs for otherwise extremely minor paperwork infractions. Um, they're by all means they're becoming a political tool uh, of of the left. Right of the Democratic Party to not enforce the book, the books, not enforce the laws that are on the books, um, but to create policy, to create laws, and push a political uh, agenda. And if you guys have been watching, there's a lot of YouTube videos out. There's a lot of Instagram videos out. There's a lot of articles out. Dude, they're getting roasted by Congress right now. Like Dettelbach, whatever his name is, the fucking director of the ATF, got he's getting torn apart. I saw a video of Thomas Massey from. Uh, I think it's Tennessee, right? I think he's done some stuff with T-Rex Arms in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just ripped this guy apart for not being able, like, well, well what, what changed? You know, you guys have said this is fine for the last 10 years. Are you able to tell us what changed? Why this changed? You're telling me throwing this piece of rubber, they're automatically a felon. And he couldn't even accurately say, he he could not accurately quote specifically what the punishment would be. Like, do you know you're coming in front of Congress to talk about this? You can't tell me what the penalty is going to be. That would be like one of the top five questions. Yeah. And nope. Can't answer it. I did, I did see some clips on, on that stuff. But it's, you know, um, not just that. Like a lot of these politicians that oppose any type of firearm ownership, uh, the the pistol brace, the, mm-hmm. um, that they, they were staunch um, opponents of, what was it, the Silence Act? That um, was well, for hearing safety and for stuff. hearing safety, you know, and, and when I explain it to my coworkers that are like, you know, very not uh, not gun people, everybody mm-hmm. thinks that like 
John Wick is an accurate representation, and it is of a lot of things. But John Wick is not like those types of movies are like Navy SEALs. Um, those movies that you see in Hollywood, those gun fu movies, they don't accurately portray what a suppressor actually does. Like, oh, they think that, oh, you know, you'll be able to shoot somebody and nobody will hear. Uh, no, no, no. It's definitely still 120 decibels or higher. It just greatly reduces the danger of hearing damage to the person firing the weapon. And it, it does, you know, cover the, the the flash signature. But, you know, the, the pistol braces, the, the, the laws against suppressors, all these things, the, the people that are pushing for these laws and are pushing to restrict the ownership of these items, they don't actually have a coherent understanding of what it is they're, they're fighting against or what it does. They, they just know, oh, it's it's the big, black, ugly rifle. They don't like it. You know, most, you know, the, it gets back to the as rudimentary as the, oh, the, the AR-15. It's assault rifle 15. Nope. Seldom right and wrong yeah. again. Like, you, well, you, so with the pistol brace <laughs> ban or opinion or whatever you want to call it, it's like, you know, um, we were given a 90-day or 120-day amnesty, and that mm-hmm. basically runs out the end of this month. Yeah. Where if you haven't... Um, gone to get your um your free tax stamp mm-hmm. to convert your pistol to an SBR um then apparently you become a felon. Now yeah, but at that point if it's an SBR why am I screwing around with a pistol brace? I'm going to go get a stock. Well, I mean you can do it for free but then you join then your rifle or I'm sorry your pistol right becomes an NFA item mm-hmm. which creates a lot of interesting issues. Now you're you on get a this list. you're on a list, right? It, it, it's and that's the problem is this they can't possibly they cannot possibly process all of these applications no. in this amount of time. They know it. Now, if you do you know that if your application sits under review by the NFA mm-hmm. or by I'm sorry, by the ATF for more than I think it's like eighty three days, it's an automatic decline. And because you got a decline, then you become a felon. I do know that, but only because you told me about it. Yeah. And that's why I didn't file So it's one. kind of like a trap. Yeah. It's kind of a trap, you know? Um I don't know. I, I, the number of people who have actually submitted for this, I think, are, are very, very low. I don't mm-hmm. think the confidence behind what will actually happen here is there. No. Um, mostly because like, people know the statistics. They know that they cannot reasonably expect to to have this be effective, be put in place. You know what I mean? It's just not It's, it's not, not going to work. Yeah. Um, so I hope we see in the next couple of weeks, you know, um, something, something concrete yeah. come out on this. Um, I know there's a lot of different lawsuits right now on a lot of different things around salt weapons bans. Um, there's even an environmental case, I think, that uh, may help to limit. It's funny. I, I don't know the specifics of it, but I've listened to a couple of videos from Armed Scholar on YouTube, so you guys go check him out. But um, basically limiting the power of the government and their interpretation of things, which will also then serve to be reapplied to the ATF and can limit what they do. Because truthfully, they're supposed to be a law enforcement agency. Right. They're supposed to be the next point of escalation from local law enforcement for things relating to specifically and only alcohol, tobacco, firearms, and explosives. When's the last time you heard about the fucking the ATF carrying out a fucking cigarette raid, like in uh, Beverly Hills Cop? Oh. You know, the, the bust in the semi truck full not, of illegal cigs. That might be the last time I heard about like something like yeah. that. Like, oh, yeah, the, we got these illegal cigarettes. You know, they, they don't even have the Surgeon General's warning on them. You know, real popular with all the kids. Like, I. I <laughs> I, I don't know the last time I heard about the ATF doing anything other than trying to restrict pistol brace ownership or the definition of a pistol brace or trying yeah. to make it harder, more difficult to, 
get an SBR or like even the definition of an SBR, which I think is stupid. Yeah. Um, you know, or the, you know, anything to do around suppressors, you know, instead of it's being a law enforcement organization, which by and large, when we grew up, I always looked at law enforcement organizations as a good thing, as something that, you know, they, they tried to educate people, you know, expand a knowledge base as well as enforce the laws. Instead of ac- accurately portraying what it is these items do, they're becoming a political tool for a certain party, you know, whether it be the Democrats, the Republicans, Libertarians, whatever, they're becoming more of a, a political tool than they are any type of enforcing body. Yeah, and here's the thing is that by making these pistols into rifles, you cannot carry them around your vehicle loaded without breaking laws. You cannot cross state lines without breaking laws, um, It's and it puts you on a list. So whether you had a suppressor for that or not, it you, puts you on a list. Um so, I mean, certainly something that's of concern, I, as these court proceedings go on, these lawsuits and, you know, this action and, and stuff with Congress uh, kind of questioning the ATF, I, I do hope it leads to a restriction of powers. I do hope it leads to meaningful change. Yeah. As people realize that it's not just about gun control. It's about overreach by the government. Right. And we have to, you know, uh, we have to be mindful that this, it's not about just firearms. It's anything. No, it's about, you know, your individual liberties and your rights mm-hmm. as, a, as a citizen. And that we just, we have, we have a process in place to deal with these things. Right. We have these laws. We have these processes. We have this legislative bodies and everything. We have to follow, or, you know, we have to follow the existing process to amend the process at the absolute minimum. Agreed. So. Um, so just some stuff to think about guys, you know, um, I know it's kind of a lot, uh, none of it's fun. I mean, I wish we'd be able to come on here and talk about celebrating some great wins for gun rights. Um, and maybe in the future here we can, maybe next month or in two months here, we'll have another one of these and we'll be talking about a ba- uh, you know, a big win for the community. But, um, hopefully this is, uh, this stuff that, you know, resonates with you and, and hits home and, um, gets you thinking a little bit and maybe reach out to your elected officials. Um, but that's all for us, you guys. Uh, just wanted to share some thoughts, you know, some, some current events and things and get that out there to you. Got a great couple episodes lined up for the next few weeks. Appreciate the hell out of you guys listening. Go check out our Patreon. That's uh, patreon.com forward slash prepared underscore mindset underscore pod. Uh, throw us some support there. Appreciate the hell out of it until next time you guys get out there, work hard, train smarter and be prepared. <laughs>